All right, we are back, Big Tom and Roach. Look at that. Apparently, the sound bites weren't in that that background. That's okay. Yeah. No. How are you? It's so wonderful to sit down next to you at the here at the headquarters of Giggles Live. Likewise, likewise. I feel, are these new mics? No, the same oh. same mics. Um, different setup. We're not over in the um, dining room portion of the headquarters. Now okay. we're. In the more, this is where we record now. This is how we do it. Well, now we have an ocean view, and I am digging it. Yeah, a lot of times, depending on who's here, we'll watch fights or we'll watch. Like I have it on. I just I put it on these live port cams just because Tommy is endlessly entertained by gigantic boats right now. Okay. And we have this huge um, attraction to uh, Port Wainimi, mm-hmm. and we're spending a ton of time, me and the kids, in Port Wainimi around the big boats and stuff okay. like that. So it's something that's kind of taken on my own fancy. I love it. I just learned yesterday that uh, Bezos, uh, Bezos from uh, Amazon, what's yeah, his first name? Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. He's going to marry the lovely Lauren Sanchez. Yeah, well, I heard that, but I heard that they're cruising around wherever they're cruising um, in his $500 million boat. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's a lot of money for a toy. Mm-hmm. So he must be really, really, really rich. Yeah, and that thing's got to be unsinkable, like legit unsinkable. Like it probably can hover all kinds of stuff. Can you imagine being that rich and living month to month? Right. <laughs> I sure hope I can make my rent check. I hope I can pay for my gas. Yeah, how's that living wage working for everyone? Yeah, I bet he doesn't drive around <laughs> looking for the cheapest gas station. <laughs> My gosh. Lots changed since the last time we've sat down. You know, um, I don't know if there's a lot of changes, but there's growth. Yeah? Yeah, it's like incremental successes, mm-hmm. and then it's just life. You Talk know? about inter- in- incremental successes. It's just like taking it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about personal incremental successes? Everything. So, or- like, I'm, I mean, big pictures are great. You should have them. Like, you should have a goal, but you can't fixate on it because then the goal doesn't happen. Like, the big picture is not going to happen overnight. So then you're just like, oh, when am I going to get there? Mm-hmm. So I'm really kind of just focusing on um, a step. Yeah, uh, I've been learning a lot about obtainable goals, setting obtainable goals so that you can go, you know what, if I'm doing if I if I know my purpose of today and what my goal is today, Mm -hmm. then all of that will eventually get towards these bigger goals that if you spend too much time thinking on them, they seem unobtainable. Totally, totally. And it's just making the decision of trying something new and just taking that step and going, yeah, I'm going to okay, yeah, let me try it. And then you do it, and you go, oh, my gosh, I just did this. Yeah. And just, now I have more information. I've been seeing you've been popping in the L.A. comedy scene a little bit. A little bit. Again. Dipping I'm your toes in the water. Very um, incrementally. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? You know, it. it's like um, if I went full time. And I and I actually got to where it would be fun to be, then I would just be missing out on my family, and I'm just not ready for that yet. Yeah, you know, like I still have two little kids that need me, so even just the fear of success yeah. paralyzes you. So then I thought, you know what, just do whatever you can. 
I can't remember who it was I was talking to just within the last week. I had a really kind of a, a deep conversation about that, about how um, even if you are out there and you're working improvs every weekend and you're, you, there's still a part of me that really, really would rather be with my kids. And so there's always that draw. So if I'm with the kids, then I want to be out doing shows. If I'm at the, out doing shows, I want to be with the kids. So there's also kind of like you have to like look at yourself and go, you know what? You're making the right choices. Like you are choosing your kids and that's what's important. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, when you choose family, you can't lose. Right. Because you're our kids need us, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. so as much as you can be available for them, it's going to, you're going to make better humans. Especially the way the world is now, where it's just getting weirder to navigate. So many different things going on and, you know, you just, you have to be careful. Yeah. I really definitely feel like, um, even though I suck at answering my phone, um, I, feel like I need to be available to get in the car and just go grab them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've had uh, some situations, particularly we've had an administrator that, um, I got to choose my words very carefully. (laughs) I know you just said administrator and I went, Oh yeah. In my opinion, the administrator chooses a conflict over resolution where it's okay. You two are fighting. Then let's figure out who's at fault, figure out how we can punish that person and how we can make sure that you stay away from that person rather than going, Hey, you know what? You guys are at the same school. Why don't we kind of like figure out how Mm -hmm. to move on? And, and so we have somebody who really, I think relishes in conflict, like honestly. And a lot of times that's somebody who's severely insecure about their own stuff because mm-hmm. they think, oh, as long as other people are fighting and other people are having a problem, they're not looking at me. So, mm. And it's ultimately going to end up backfiring. But anyways, so my kids have been really challenged the last year. The really, really challenged. Like more than I would have ever accepted on any level. And so obviously that means it challenges me as a dad too. Right. I've been having to go to board meetings. I've been going to town hall. Like oh. things that I just, I mean like giving wow. up, giving up evenings for things like that that are, they're important. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> there's no things I'd much rather be doing. Right? right. Right. But my Maddie's had to have like three mental health days in the last 10 school days where we've had to have her home. That's not okay. That's not okay. No, no, so. no. Um, it's funny that you say that because, um, we, I have a, a, my oldest, my teenager, uh, came to me and said that he needed to, uh, take a couple days for himself mm-hmm. when I won't say like why, but he probably should most likely be grounded. Mm-hmm. And um, it was funny because my husband was entertaining it and I was just listening. Cause I was like, I'm sorry, let me get this straight. You should totally be grounded. Your car, your phone and your freedom should totally and completely be taken away Mm -hmm. but you're telling me that you need to go to your buddy's house for a couple days for so you can have time for yourself (laughs) are are you serious your buddy's house not where you go for time for my my husband's like Rachel I don't I kind of see you nodding your head a little bit and I go I I feel like I'm in a sitcom right now like is this a real conversation (laughs) and I said listen do you want some time for yourself go to your grandma and your grandpa's house i promise you they will leave you alone Mm -hmm. and guess what 
you still have to give me your car, your, you know, your whatever devices. Like, you need some time for self uh, contemplation. Go for it. I welcome that. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to be at your buddy's house. Right, right. So it was a very funny moment because he kind of was throwing that out. Like, I need some time for myself. And it's like... Yeah, if we if we offered Maddie to uh, to have time to herself whenever she wanted, she would have never gone to school. We actually imposed the mental health days because she they were yeah, really that's, needed. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, right. It's sad. That's different. But when you get caught or you effed up, and right. we're talking about punishment, mm-hmm. now you need a mental health break. <laughs> Well, that's the Hollywood thing, you know. Yeah. You get you get caught with hookers, then you have a sex addiction. Yeah, and you go to you go stay in Malibu at a nice little place for a few weeks and get better. Yeah, and that's what I said. I said, so you want to go to your buddy's house, where I don't, I'm not gonna say like, but I'm pretty sure the dude's party. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so you want to go there when you're feeling bad about yourself? That's a perfect time for self destruction. Mm-hmm. You're, right. you're going to self sabotage yourself. And I don't know if girls are the same way, but boys will definitely aid in helping you self-sabotage. Oh, for sure. Not intentionally, but that's in the name of fun. Yeah, in the yeah. name of fun. Mm-hmm. It's just an excuse to get a little bit more out of your head than usual. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've slept in the back of pickup trucks in the middle of Texas, drunk off of my butt at underage, and I like the things that that the kind of trouble you can get into with that kind of stuff. Right. But, you know, you're young and you're, all of your friends are doing it. Like, yeah, yeah. Thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's amazing. It, it, being a parent is an amazing experience full of very funny moments if you choose to look at it that way. Oh, yeah. Because I, I was like, you, I felt like a failure. I was like, where have I gone wrong here? Like, Yes, I I enjoy and I want my children to have a good life, um, a privileged life to a point, mm-hmm. right? Um, but not to where they're just a spoiled brat. Like then I go, oh shoot, mm-hmm. I'm messing up. Like I need to backtrack. What do I do? Well, you gotta ground him. Right, right. You're gonna have to take his stuff away. Yeah. So, yeah. That's always hard to do that, too. You just want to, like, go, yeah, eh, it's okay. I yeah. So I had to explain to him, I'm like, that's just not my parenting style. I'm sorry, I can't be okay with that. Yeah, can't send you to Ojai. <laughs> Every time you get in trouble, get to Ojai for a personal retreat. Totally. <laughs> and then I'm like, you have school for two more days. Like, wait. <laughs> oh, I'll still go to school. Okay, and who's going to take your brother who goes to school with you? <laughs> How's sports? We got any sports going on right now? Oh, man. Well, um, we just finished track and field, and we're getting ready for football already. Oh, football season's mm-hmm. coming up. Yeah, we're, we're going to start hockey here in the next few weeks, too. Nice. Yeah. It's a good place to be in the summer. Yeah, it Not is. Not on the field. Yeah, that's a better place. You're mm-hmm. right. Um, my buddy Bert called out your your uh, your dude uh, Mark Wahlberg. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-mm. He called him out and was like, "Hey, I want to do a, a cop buddy film." Bert's got a film that's actually releasing today, where Mark Hamill plays his dad. It's called The Machine, major motion picture. Okay. And anyways, he had called out uh, Mark Wahlberg and right. was like, "You know, he's like 
I don't know if you know, do you know who Bert is? Yes. Okay, so Bert's kind of a big dude. So he's out there and he's doing like working out and he's mm-hmm. like calling Mark Wahlberg out. And yeah. so then Mark Mark does a response video and it was oh, hilarious because he's like, because, you know, his Bert, Bert Kreischer is his name and and Wahlberg's like, Bert Kreisler. <laughs> like he was like calling him. And he was obviously doing it, but it's so yes. funny. Such a funny video. Yeah. But it made me think about you because I know you're a big Mark Wahlberg fan. And I really am. seen him wandering around the football field and yeah. not bugged him. I try and stay prayed up, Mark. I really do because of your videos because he was going to stay prayed up. And I go, oh, yeah, I need to pray. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what he says. He says, stay. That's cool. Yeah, he says, stay prayed up. Wow. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And he's like a regular dude. Like you see him at sports games. You see him at all kinds of stuff. Yeah. what a, what a great success story he is. He really is. And he's such an entrepreneur that you just, he's just always pushing whatever he's doing he's a you know what I love about him he's a hustler Mm -hmm. and um and I I kind of I know that spirit very well that spirit to get you somewhere yeah the spirit of hmm wonder if I can make money doing this yeah so I need to find a bunch of those spirits you need to being as I'm unemployed at the moment so I gotta do a bunch of those spirits yeah you well the spirit is within you yeah I know my spirit says, take a nap. My spirit says, you're tired. You're so funny. Yeah, we're working on stuff, though. I'm doing, uh, I've been doing some a lot of stuff with the old radio station, KVTA, and we're doing some cross-signal cross, uh, stuff with Giggles Live and the cool. KVTA. So there's definitely a lot of opportunities there. And then, um, you know, with the, uh, the sports expo, it was a huge success, and we expect the one in October to be even bigger and better. Nice. Um, I'll have more vendors for sure. There'll probably be more people showing up. So I can only imagine it's going to grow. And then the yeah. ne- we'll do another one, probably February-ish, where we'll move into a bigger building, okay. more vendors, more people. So kind of anticipate that continuing to grow. Yeah, maybe take it city to city. Yeah, that's there's been discussion of that. Yeah. I've got a, um, a couple of buddies that I've been talking about doing that with. So mm-hmm. if I have the right team around me, then we will definitely do it. That's <laughs> awesome. But yeah. So it's it's fun and it's kind of a weird place to be and the the mark of success for that event was the fact that I did not stress at all once the doors were open. Mm-hmm. I stressed out a little bit early because I had some issues with sound but that was it and sound is you know it's not that important that we have music playing the whole time but that was it kind of bummed me out that the one wire we were relying on for whatever reason wasn't working but um everything else was so smooth not another I mean my my autograph guests showed up on time. They were really amicable and perfect. They were the perfect kind of people that you wanted to be, um, you know, mixing and mingling with your mm-hmm. with with your customers. And it was just a really good event. So um, I feel like that's something that's going to continue to grow. And I have other ideas on how to use that room to make more money while I'm there for that yeah. 24 hour period too. So yeah. So that's awesome. That's definitely a thing. So that's definitely something. <laughs> well, I knew you were so excited about it. I was stressed, man. It was a lot of work. And it was Yeah, but now you know you can do it and you did it. Yeah, and all the and a lot of the work's already done. So and now you probably learned so much along the way for the next time for it to be even better. Yeah, I think so. Well, and a lot of it was really just proving that it was going to come together the way the vision coming together and there was a lot of people that it was it, it took 
a number of people believing in me and trusting me, even though I hadn't done it before to jump in on that because mm-hmm. it was, it's kind of a weird one. You know, you're paying for parking, you're paying to get in and that's, you know, that's a little, people don't like paying for a lot of extras. Mm-hmm. So that's why I added the autograph guest and that's why I made it worth everybody's while. So the fact that we were, got a huge crowd, you know, the vendors were all happy. Every vendor, as far as I know, every vendor made money. Oh, good. But yeah. As far as I know, I didn't have any vendors go, man, that was a, that was a swing and a miss. Every mm-hmm. time I look, all the vendors had people at their tables. It seemed like it was going well for everybody. So, awesome. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, and most of the vendors have already said, I want tables for the next one. I want tables for oh, the next one. Oh, nice. Yeah. So then I'm releasing tables next week. Actually, June 1st is when I'm going to release tables. And I'm pretty sure they'll all be gone before August. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're, now we'll, from there, from there, because we have an October 1st show, we thought about adding September 30th. It's still a very slight possibility, but I doubt it. Um, it depends on, honestly, it's an autograph thing. There's a mm-hmm. couple of Dodgers players that reached out and they're only available on the day before. And the only way that I'm going to do it is if those guys are there and it's under the right circumstances, but it's going to take a lot for that to come together. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but then we're, then like I said, February, bigger room, probably extra days. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of cool. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. Yeah. That's not, that's a very entrepreneurial, a uh, hustler yeah. thing right there. Yeah. I there it so. is. Yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. You know, to, you know, today Ventura, tomorrow the LA convention center. Well, I don't, wouldn't go to LA, but I would go up. <laughs> Like I would go, I could see doing one in like, I don't even want to say, cause there's probably people listening that want to compete, but, I'm, but maybe San Luis Obispo. Yeah. Um, cause I could still do seaside as long as it's by the ocean. What if I did one in, um, God, what's that town that I, there's that beach that I love. It's on the way. I think everybody loves it. It's like halfway up to Monterey. What is it? Camp, not Cambria. No, nah, it's south um, of Cambria. It's not Avila. Not Avila. It's a city. It's like the city. It's got the hotels on the beach like the only one santa barbara no it's way past santa barbara <laughs> i always forget the name of it there's hotels on the beach yeah yeah i've, I've gone up there a few times for gigs just to um God, i don't know why i can't i always forget carmel no, no south of carmel past. it's way south of carmel yeah. i don't <laughs> there's know. a bunch of campgrounds around it oh what is it it's got a denny's and a couple of 7-elevens like it's a big enough town that has that kind of stuff. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you. Would, if I said it, you'd know to me. Like, oh yeah. Why didn't I think of that? I just, I just, I don't know. Why I can't remember. Is it near Cambria? No, Cambria is past San Luis Obispo, isn't it? Yeah, the 101 goes right through it. I'm gonna look at a map. Oh, I'm gonna cheat and look at a map. Because Pismo, I didn't have Pismo. to see it. Pismo. It's so funny oh, how that does it. That's so funny because I put Pismo and San Luis Obispo like in the same. Plot, clot of land, ah. I think. Because I'll tell you just, I'll tell you why. Because um, my brother had a girlfriend that went to San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. And we went up to visit her one weekend. And we ended up going to Pismo Beach. And I guess they're pretty close to each other because that's why I clotted the whole experience oh, together. Okay. Like, oh, the Pismo Beach is where San Luis Obispo is. 
Yeah, I know we had a we did a family camping trip up there, and one of the I'm not gonna say who, but one of the family members actually flew from L.A. to San Luis Obispo to join us on the trip. Really? Yeah, she's a doctor, so doctor. <laughs> it's a little diff, little different lifestyle than myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they back in the day though they they had that lifestyle. Now I feel like they have like a lifetime of debt to pay off from their schooling. Yeah, a lot of them do. A so, lot of them do. I agree. So, and I think that's how it should be. <laughs> the way the good <laughs> Lord intended. Kidding. I'm just kidding. No, they, if you get a good doctor, they're totally worth whatever it is your insurance is paying them if you have it. Yeah, I agree. That's you why know? if you find a family physician you like, you hold on to that person. Yeah. I haven't liked any family physician. That's why I don't have a regular general doctor. Like, and whenever I have a problem, I call my OBGYN. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm not Got a, a sore shoulder. Yeah. He's like, you need a, you need an allergist. You need an ENT. I don't, I deliver babies and I look at your vagina once a year. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, but yeah, you really know me compared to most doctors. Like you really, really, you know, know me the best. <laughs> <laughs> Can you write me a prescription? No, leave me alone. I think I need another breast exam. <laughs> also, I have a question about podiatry. <laughs> I need to get my eighth booster. <laughs> Poor guy. He's like, man, I don't even want to go to work today. That's the problem, oh, though. You get a good doctor. I know. I love And they're that. so busy. Because you get a good doctor and nobody will let go of them. So then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you yeah. can see Dr. L- like my doctors. It's like five months before I could yeah. get an appointment to see yeah. her. This doctor doesn't take any more new clients. Yeah. That's how busy he is. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's funny when you hear that, like, Dr. So-and-so is not taking any new patients. And then I go, what? Like, when did that ever become a thing? Like, is that in your oath? <laughs> it's like, like I heard you're the best in down. <laughs> like, I heard you. You could only take up to fifteen per month. Yeah, like how and how much are you charging that you don't need any more clientele? Right. Is this going to raise my prices? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> you don't even have an Instagram. He's charging for parking now. <laughs> he sells T-shirts on your way out. Uh, totally. <laughs> Make sure to grab some swag on your way out. <laughs> That's awesome. We got some new merch in this month. There's been a lot of stuff though lately, uh, like even in the news about how like the trade schools are really the better way to go for a lot of people now because yeah, you, I mean, first of all, when you go to a trade school, you usually either a company's paying for it or you pay it off pretty quickly because it's not usually very expensive yeah and you get recruited sometimes from the trade schools right away yeah yep exactly and a trade school going in they can tell you what their success rate is they can tell you job placement all that kind of stuff yeah yeah i don't know um i there's the traditional part of me especially for my kids where i'm thinking no i think i want them to have an actual college experience Mm -hmm. um but then on the other hand I'm also praying that they get scholarships and uh, thank goodness they're half Peruvian because I think that I mean, 
<laughs> so they don't look it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're looking at our, just our country's deficit right now. And it's like, wait, what the heck just happened? And I, I mean, we all know what just happened, mm-hmm. you know? I feel bad for everybody that marched forever to get that living wage and then they got it. And now it's again, it's not enough. People are striking. Mm-hmm. Um, the teachers, the writers, the, what's the ne- next is going to be the actors, the, um, even the people that work for the, uh, for pu- the public school systems. It's just like no one is, but this is going to be a forever thing. Like, That's interesting because I forgot that you're close to the, you're, you're actually close to the industry. So you, you know, just like I do that as soon as the writer strikes over, if it ever ends, there's a, there's another strike right on the tail end. Oh yeah. They just promise not to strike at the same time. I didn't know that they don't strike at the same time. They probably should so that everybody could just go back to work at the same time. They're not going to. They agreed not to. Hello. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, if maybe it would just make a bigger impact if you guys all just did it at once. Now's a good time to just. It's hard, man. It just feels like it's hard. I don't know. I want to give people advice on the business, but I also, I, it's so hard because there's just, there's just not a lot of doors right now. Um, there's not a lot of doors, but now is really a good time to pitch your unscripted ideas because the studios need it. Yeah, that's true. You know? Ah, I need to talk to some of those guys. I've got a few of those written up. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah. Um, so... I mean, I, I don't really do that. I have tons of ideas. I just don't know how to write them up. Why not? <laughs> like, is there a, I need to take a master course on... Um, Go to a trade school. <laughs> right? I did. The American Academy of Dramatic Arts. I'm an actress. <laughs> was ITT Tech a thing down here, or was that just Sacramento? No, that was a, that was a thing. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. ITT Tech. I always used to use that as a punchline, and then I realized that might not be everywhere. I had no idea what that was. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure either. I just saw the commercials and it had like people working with wires and I just knew that was not me. My first wife worked there and I didn't know what it was. (laughs) I think it's hilarious that you have a first wife. I do. And a second wife. Wait, do you have a third wife? No, not yet. Okay. Working on it. Looking for her. I'm in search. So if you're out there, if you're a young lady between Mm -hmm. the ages of 35 and... 45 with an entrepreneurial spirit yeah. i had to really curve my tongue on that one wait that that age thing was nothing i don't that's the age is not a <laughs> could you imagine if i stuck to an age range like no 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 no, no. <laughs> well i mean it, it could help every time i open myself up to that a little bit some lunatic puts her foot into my life and drives me absolutely insane and makes me go okay this is why we're this is why we stay in our room most of the time. I thought you were going to say that lunatic puts her foot no. in front of the door right as I'm trying to close it. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> that's for sure. And then pees all over my floor. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to edit that one out. <laughs> I'm editing that part out probably. I'll beep that part out. I'm talking about my bitch I brought over. Suzette. <laughs> my dog. <laughs> What the heck are you talking about? Why would you edit that out, you crazy person? Because I'm talking about the lunatic that's on my floor. 
How fun that is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I tried again a couple times. It's just not working. I'm just going, I don't. Somebody told me when she went through her divorce, she goes, be careful. It's like the wild, wild west out there. I was like, oh, okay. I, I see what she means. Well, everyone's on the fentanyl. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that why we're doing that? It's in the water we're drinking. I don't know what's happening. But there are crazy people everywhere. I tell you what. I don't have a problem with people that are eccentric and, um, you know, have a little bit of lunacy. But when you try to scam me and you take my intelligence for granted and you think I'm stupid. Mm -hmm. Then I go, you are. Are crazy mofo if you think I was not going to notice that shit. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you're talking like, about. You got a lot of friggin' balls. You think I wasn't going to find out? That's the only time it starts to really get personal. Oh, man. That kind of stuff really. And then they're like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. It's like, you don't know what happened. I told you to your face what happened. Mm hmm. I told you to your face, but yet, I don't know, she oh, she hasn't reached out. She hasn't called. Yeah, I'm not going to call you. Here's the way I look at things, right? My door is always open. It's always open. I don't like to burn bridges. Mm -hmm. It's not the way I work. Um, but if you wronged me, you stole from me, or you went behind my back and you stabbed me in the back, mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to look for you anymore. Yeah. I'm just not going to because you can come to me. Like, I'm cool with you. I could be cool with you, but I. You're aware, but you don't. Like, I've noticed that. I the time trust. You, spent, you don't you don't sit and wallow in that either. If somebody wrongs you, you don't wallow in it. You just kind of like you're aware and you let you move yeah, on. You got to move on because yeah. I do wallow it a little bit. But then like I realize like, OK, it's been three days. Well, some people are hurt more than others. Well, and that's the thing is like. I feel like when I do something, I give of myself and I trust. And then when I find out and I'm not perfect, right? Like I can mess up and I can, but I can also apologize. Mm -hmm. But then if you go behind my back and you do something after I've like invested emotion into you and building a friendship, right? And then you do something that's very hurtful. Um, yeah, like, no, I'm not going to be looking for you. Yeah. So DMV Mike, if you're hearing this, get it together. Call Rochelle. Get your get your head straight, buddy. He's he's stuck on the tower. He's not going to be. I'm still stuck on the fact that my license plate doesn't say what I asked it to say. Huh? DMV. Huh? DMV. Oh. Because <laughs> he's DMV. <laughs> I always forget about that part of his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he's uh dmv is gonna be there tomorrow night by the way actually i don't know if this yeah. is this probably won't be posted before the show but mm -hmm. a show at the giggles live every, the last friday of every month i know i've caught on yeah you coming out tomorrow i can't yeah, you can i can't why not um i there's two there's actually there's three things in other words there's nothing no, there. I might be going to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all three things then. That's a big might. Yeah, you that's can't be might be going to Mexico yeah. and two other things. 
Well, because I had already promised um, a, a friend of mine who's shooting her special that I would be at her show. Oh, yeah. But so she's like a, she's a Friday and a Saturday show. Mm-hmm. But, um, but then I have another friend um, who's playing at the Canyon Club in Agora, and they're very close friends of mine. And he's, um, he's premiering his new Western band on Friday. And then... That's Mac 10, correct? No, this is Brett Scallions from Fuel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you can catch either the Friday night or not Friday, sorry, you should definitely not catch the Friday show. You should catch the Saturday show because it's not the day of your show. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) 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 Go to both. (laughs) No, but uh, but that's like that's that's not around here. It's uh yeah, I don't think that I, I I don't worry about the conflicts yeah, too much. That's for like the Malibu, um, San Fernando Valley people. It's in the eight one eight. Yeah, my only my only issue is if you if 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 you're headlining my show, hey, I'm, I'm gonna do six shows, uh, twenty five twenty five miles away. <laughs> oh <my laughs> that's where I start going. We can't do that. You can't have a whole Wait, bunch of free can shows. You do that voice again because I love that character. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do I'm gonna do, do five free shows. <laughs> That's a good one. I think you can make a cartoon based on that. Oh, you think so? Yes. Oh, I love that. I do. <laughs> I feel like he needs a skateboard. I, I wanna get in especially now with having the ability to ha- and again, I have to look and see if I'm impeding on any jobs because I really don't want to take away creative jobs at all. But like the AI thing and having somebody animate, because I've thought about animating. I've also thought about how much work goes into that as well. I have thought about animating. Like sometimes I record people and they don't know I'm recording them. (laughs) It's good to know. (laughs) I'm glad to know that. (laughs) I usually do it with customer service representatives because they're recording. They they say this this thing is being recorded, and then I go, okay, I can record you too. Right. So, um, and then, and, the, and those people are always characters because they're either rude, mm-hmm. right? Um, or they've, they're, they've been well trained or they don't, you don't understand them. So you're like, I'm sorry, can you, uh, I'm sorry, I don't understand. English is like third, yeah. fourth can language. Can you repeat right? that or, you know, whatever. Um, and they're really always very funny when, you do it. And you know what? They don't really know who I am. Mm-hmm. And so I can just like mess with them a little bit. <laughs> so that's fun. And you know what else is fun? Answering those spam calls and hoping there is another person on the other line. They don't like me. Oh, yeah. The other day I had one guy go, you're, you're stupid. And he hung up on me. Well, that must have hurt your feelings. No, it didn't. <laughs> I, I'm hoping there is, you know, have I ever told you about Richard Burley? Richard Burley. I don't okay. think so. So, um, so I, I had my phone number, the phone number that I have on my cell was given to me in 1994. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my mom got me a, a flip phone to put in my glove compartment for emergencies only. Yeah, because back then, yeah. minutes were, I think it was like a dollar a minute. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I had a beeper, and then I had my phone that was for Rochelle, emergencies only. Mm-hmm. And so 
but the phone stayed the same every time we changed carriers. Um, the phone, the phone numbers have just always been with me somewhere along the way. And this is probably somebody that I pissed off. And this is at least 10 years ago. Somebody named Richard Burley that lives at 729 Hesperia, Hesperia Avenue in the Valley gave somebody my number mm-hmm. and now his property is being foreclosed on or has been in probate or something for the last 10, 12 years. And they call me wanting to know if I want to sell my house and they asked for Richard Burley. So I would scream with them and I, and like I answer it like, hello, why is Mr. Richard Burley there? And I'll just go, oh no, Mr. Burley, he died. And they'll go, oh, okay. Is Mrs. Burley there? And I go, no, she died too. (laughs) And then they go, oh, okay, well, do you know what happened to his house and Hesperia Avenue? And then I go, oh, yeah, he leave it to me. And then I just, like, I just keep going with it. My kids, and I have it on speaker in the car, and Uh. it's hilarious. (laughs) And it's always, like, a new thing. Always just like you should say, Well, it's Rhonda now, it's no longer Richard. It's Rhonda. <laughs> I just changed it up. He in jail, <laughs> he killed his wife. He killed his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what happened to the property. They're digging the bodies up still. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, one time I was really into Dallas, and they called. <laughs> If you guys don't know, Dallas is a show about big oil, uh, like old Texas oil people, and they're super rich, and, and the show's from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we're you know willing to give you an upfront um, whatever for your house, like a, what is it called? Like an offer. Mm-hmm. And I said something like, and it's, pro- it's I looked it up, it's probably like a, like a little bungalow house in Reseda. Right. And I said, um, well, if you're prepared to give me at $2.9 million offer on this property, uh, I'll take it. And she's like, oh, ma'am, ma'am. And so she's, she's like taken by it. Mm-hmm. And I tell her that there is an, there's a, there's a, there's oil underneath the house. <laughs> and then I say, ma'am, have you ever heard of Ewing oil? Anyway, yeah, just mess with them. You got to mess with them because what else is there in life? And then if you can record it, let's go. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I think that could be your first comedy album. You just release all or the... Or cartoon. All the... Rec- there you go. <laughs> yeah, kind of like Crank Anchors yeah. a little bit. Yeah. They did the, the the puppet thing, right? Yeah, like spam me all day. I remember... What was the... There was a show on Comedy Central where they did short bits... And because that was uh, one of the first times I saw Bert on TV, where they did uh, they did one of his bits, and they they drew cartoons of the comics in the situations yeah. that their bits were about. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I really liked that. Yeah, that that would be fun. I wish you know. Well, no, I don't wish. If, if it comes, it comes. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like it's. I feel like there's going to be a lot of change with this AI stuff, though. It really feels like. Or is it just something that people are freaking out about? I think I think it's both. I think it's. I don't think that artistically there should be that much change because, um, 
some, like I don't like watching cartoons personally mm-hmm. to be to be completely honest I've just watched so many cartoons I've had four kids yeah same. when I see a cartoon come on a new movie like I'm just not into it the new uh little mermaid movie I'll go see that that seems really cool to me cuz it's an actual person mm-hmm. it's an actual person right it's an actress the she's half person the mermaids are fish on the bottom and no, ha- person I, on the top <laughs> You, mean you don't know that? I mean, the person playing the character. Well, that would be a human. Yeah. No, it has to be a mermaid playing. No, but I'm saying if it was AI or a cartoon, I would just not be into that. Right. I just wouldn't. It's just not appealing. I'm not going to pay money for that. But she's probably just going to be like in a, it's probably going to be a lady in a suit. Yeah, but that's, that's cool. Good. That's cool. I, I can deal with that. I've been seeing them on my Instagram where it's a man talking. And if you really want to know the true happiness of blah, blah, blah. And it's an AI cartoony kind of person that almost looks real. But even the voice is AI. And I go, this, I'm all into finding the inner peace. But I don't want to listen to a robot tell me what to do with my soul. Because a robot doesn't have one. Right. Well, not yet. They don't have souls. No, that's true. They don't. It still creeps me out, though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird. Have you heard of the one where they they record you for 30 seconds and then they can make your it's your voice saying whatever the heck they're typing? Yikes. So it's me talking the way I'm talking right now, but it's not really my brain saying it. Ooh, that's creepy. Yep. Because they could just store that voice and use it anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it could be. So now when you hear politicians saying things like, yeah, you grab them right in the people, they really like it because, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think a lot of them say that, but. <laughs> but, but now it's going to be like, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> nope, that's, that's AI. That's that, that. It's that app. And supposedly it's like $5 a month to have it. That brings up another good point. But AI takes us another step away from accountability, which mm-hmm. is part of the problem with the world right now. Yeah. Huh. Same with uh, virtual money. What is that called? Yeah, the crypto cryptocurrency. Yeah. The yeah. whole thing with that one dude, where is he? Yeah. Where is that guy? I bought $800 worth of it. It's worth like $200 No, now. you didn't. Yeah. Did dumb. you really? Yeah. Was dumb. Oh, it's not dumb. Yeah, it wasn't that much money, but it was. It's not still, dumb. Yeah. It's it's not dumb. I, I mean, I think, you know, it's it's some it's going to be a part of what we do, but it's very hard to be accountable. For I mean, if you can't hold it in your hand, right? If you can't count it with your hand. Well, that's why I'd never done it because I didn't understand yeah. it. Like, how do you believe it's really there? And that's my only thing, you know, like, and I love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the market, whatever it is, like stocks, whatever, that's, it's all tweaked. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that the, and I, and you're kind of like me where you have stuff of value, like a few things. And yeah, but it's I think because that I, stuff will stay valuable. Yeah, because like I, I believe in the product. Stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if it's a product that I think is good and I will keep going back to the brand or the product, let's say like a TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. So TJX is a stock that I like because I like their stores. I like Home Goods. I like 
I and if think, they start going downhill, you'll be one of the first yeah. to know, and you'll know it's time to get out. But also, what happens in the economy? When, like we're about to have, like we're already inflation's like kicking our ass. Like there's no way we're not already in a recession or at the beginning of one. Where are people going to shop? How did eggs go up to seven bucks for a dozen and then back down to two again? That's what I want to know. Like, like there was like this weird flux where eggs were out of control, well, expensive, killed, and now they're cheap again. Well, they massacred millions of chickens because of that disease they had. Oh, is that what caused that? And then, um, like, it's it's so ridiculous. Then you wonder, like... What's... Yeah, you always wonder what's real and what's yeah. not, too. Like, where are all those chickens? Yeah. Were we <laughs> Did we eat them? Yeah, did we throw them out? Did you the, burn yeah. them? Like, what, like, there was just stories. But there was no pictures. They don't have problems showing other kind of dead bodies. So show me the millions of chickens that you killed in Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Because they didn't see that. Anyway. um, But then I'm wondering, when did that happen? Was that last year? Has it been a year yet? It's been about a year, yeah. So eventually there was, there's chicks. So those same people... You know, they uh, incubate the, the the fertile eggs and they okay. make more chickens. And then now those chickens are able to lay eggs because they're. OK, good. I thought it was going to just permanently stay up there because of gas or whatever. It sh- I mean, it shouldn't. I mean, it, the farm industry has to continue making money. So mm-hmm. they have to have a backup chickens. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They just maybe weren't ready to lay yet. Yeah. I'm assuming I'm not an expert. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're teaching me more than I knew. It was it was a good question. I got to look at the there we go. Man, um there's so many things that I wanted to talk to you about when you come in. We got to do a show together again soon. Yeah. What's going on with you? What do you have coming up? Anything that you wanted to uh share or anything exciting and new? Um, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Soon. Very, yeah, very I think soon. soon. I think um yeah, they're so far away that it's like, yeah, I don't know yet. Yeah, that's a. I feel weird because I, I, when we're when I'm on the radio, we we promote the Seaside Expo, which I know we need to because it's October first. It still yeah. feels so far out, but you also have to have that in people's conscious as right. as, as time is coming up. Yeah, that's a little bit of a. That's one of those things that people will actually say. Oh, that's my weekend thing. Comedy is right. kind of like an addition to, yeah. oh, we're going to be in town that weekend. That's yeah. perfect. Let's go to the comedy show, too. I mean, I could say well, I'm having a comedy show September 7th, but I don't have, like, I'm not working on it yet. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's it's in the calendar, but I'm. Yeah, so September's a little ways. Yeah, so I'm kind of like. Right now, I'm kind of in, like, the creative spirit of what can I do different this time? Mm-hmm. And, you know. Uh, I, was, I really want to do something that hasn't been really done yet, which is, well, maybe it is done. I don't know. Um, I want to make, uh, what are they called? Like the, like a pamphlet, like a little book. Like if you go to the theater, you get a playbill and it tells you about um, the, the actors and the singers and like they're basically the little, what is it called? Their bios. Right. Like I would love to do that. Oh, on the tables for, our for the shows. Oh yeah. So that people can see it. And then if they want to have the comedian sign it after, mm-hmm. how fun. Right. You can have the comedian's info and their little yeah. um, and their yeah. Instagram and I've had that at some corporate type ones before. 
I'll send you some copy or take pictures and send them to you so you can see what the hell yeah. together. Cool. I think it just would be fun. And then I want to do like local business on the back and have them maybe like mm -hmm. advertise. Mm -hmm. Right? You gotta, it's part, it's, it's a little part of the hustle, a little like bing. Oh, wait a second. There's yeah. a lot of local businesses there and it's a really tight community. I should go and ask them if they want to be in the back of the. Yeah, and a lot of them will, will it's because it's it's not like they're doing something for you. The benefit is just as much for them because mm -hmm. they're getting their name and all of that. Yeah. Into, and we're doing a similar thing with the expo where we're, the autograph books that we did last time were like purchased, put together. And because I just because of the time frame, well, this time I actually have one that we're we're putting together. It's a pamphlet and it has I have um, a concept I came up with. I don't know if I'm going to change the name of it before we actually start selling it. But I call it big ass business card. Oh, where we have the. Um, <laughs> we're, I'm trying to see if there's one in here. Big ass but they're they're you know like the um, you know how you see the uh, the 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 political signs out and about. Uh huh. So I make a business card that size, right? So it's the business card, and as you know, there'd be a little bit of space at the bottom. Yeah. On the bottom, and what made me think about this is my friend Selena, who's a State Farm agent, because she called me one time or texted me one time well, uh, after I posted something about me and Maddie watching the game together. And she says, oh, that reminds me of me watching the game with my dad, blah, 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 whatever. And so um, so the idea would be like, you put your 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 state farm, blah, 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 and at the bottom, you can say whatever personal stuff, like she could put a picture of herself and her, her dad and be like, oh, the, you know, the, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Dodgers fan because I used to sit and watch the games. It adds that little personal mm -hmm. element to her story, to her business card. So as all of these people I have in this room, they're, they're uh, you know, there's a lot. So what happens at these kind of things, people bring a certain amount of money to spend. I know that you do the same thing mm -hmm. when you go to these kind of things. You say, all right, I can only spend 200 bucks today. That's it. But guess what? You spend a lot of time trying not to spend that money because mm -hmm. you don't want to just spend the money and leave. You're there right. because you want to be there. 100%. Yeah, so everything, I, my theory my belief is that everything that's on the wall gets read, everything, and by almost everybody. And so here's your opportunity. You have uh, kind of a, 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 an audience that's kind of into the mm -hmm. ephemera, and, then the, and they're into the, you know, the, the, the nostalgia, and they're into those kind of things. So you have that, and for, you get, for, for the package that I have, it's only 100 bucks. you get that on the wall, and you get, uh, a, you know, a little size thing in our um in our our magazine as well yeah yeah so um and that's like a just a cool little it. sponsorship thing yeah, yeah. and I, th I think it's a i think it is a cool um i really think that we can fill up all the walls with hundred dollar sponsorships which will help me make rent help me you know help I'll, me make sure yeah hundred dollars to be up on a wall at an event i'll yeah. do it yeah see i think it's gonna be a good i, th I think yeah. it's one of those things where anybody that has a business is like well, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Plus, they get the sign afterwards. Yeah. Ideally, I'll probably have like. I'm already shooting ideas in my head, like what I want my picture to be. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, it's a. Good, it's not a bad idea, yeah. right? No. And I'm keeping the price point reasonable because then, if it's let's say it's just a proof of concept, and I only have like five. It, people that see it and go, "Wow, that's really cool," mm -hmm. and it's not something that I need to raise the price up ever because it's a, 
That's a good well, um, you can, addition for me. Once you know its everybody. value, you can raise well, the yeah. price. Yeah, well, especially you know? if I get to where I, I'm going, oh, my God, this is way more work than it's than I'm, than the cash I've got coming. Because at $100, even if I get, like, one new client, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I won, mm-hmm. right? But if you're getting a couple thousand people in there rotating, and, and like you said, like, I know I only have $200 to spend, I'm going to go around, I'm going to go around the, the bullpen, if you will, a couple times perusing and trying to figure out what I want more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? You're right. And so I'm going to see those signs more than once. And you're also bringing it home with you. And you're bringing it home. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be yeah. in the book. So, yeah, I think that it's going to be, I think that's going to be a way that I can yeah. make and if I'm doing that four times a year, we're looking at probably yeah. a, a decent little yeah. you a just, nudge towards that being very moving the needle. Let's just say that. You have to put in the cost, though, of the graphic designing and then printing it, right? I already did that, yeah. So that's all included in the price? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not, I'm not getting a whole lot of money out of it, mm-hmm. but... It's gonna all together. It makes everything move forward and better for the for the event, if that makes sense. Yeah. I know you're thinking I should charge more money. You should. I'm. I'm already thinking like, what's the most I would pay for that, and kind of go. Well, it's just exposure. I think two hundred. Yeah. Two fifty. I'd be like, ah, you know what? It's it's investing in your business, and who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if I think a hundred, I still because I because. Buying the signs in bulk, I can get those relatively inexpensive. I'm going to do the autograph books anyways. I, I'm going to do something to give away to people anyways. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that adds into it, helps pay for it. You know, I think uh, overall, I think it's all, you know, I think it, it's all ends up, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Adding to the ultimate goal, I guess. So yeah. Working towards the ultimate well, goal. Well, and it's an ex- it's still kind of an, an experiment. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of get it. I still think you should charge more. <laughs> I do think that when people see that proof of concept, I do think people are going to yeah. go, oh, wow, like that's a good idea. Ooh, and I think yeah. it'll be just like the expo where I had, I had people, they didn't know what to expect. And so they, and they, people were honest with me. I was honest with everybody. Yes, this is my first show. I don't know how many people are coming. We'll see. And I had people that said, well, I'm not going to get a table, but I'll come see. And before they left, definitely get a table next time. Definitely get a table next time. So, you know, now we have the proof of concept there. That'll right. go. Yeah. Big ass business cards. I might need to find a better name than big ass business cards, but for now, I like I that. Think that's hilarious. <laughs> Maybe I'd do it big ass B A Z Z or A Z Z. A Z. Yeah. But I think it's a cool thing. And we could, I mean, really, think about all of the wall space on the, in those rooms. So, mm-hmm. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got only a couple minutes left. So, anything else we need to cover before you roll out? You can follow me at Rochelle Marie Comedy on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, do follow her on Rochelle Marie Comedy on Instagram and Facebook, yeah. and also the Punch It Up. What's the? Oh, uh, yeah, that's just a startup. But I would love for your follow. That is Get to the Punch. Get to the Punch. Yes. Yeah, go to Get to the Punch, and you will follow, and you'll and you will see lots of shows and things that are. Yeah, that my my up and coming. Like, like I said, it's a startup. That's why I have a show in September. But there's nothing on there. But you can see what I've done already. 
Yeah, it's better yeah. to have something scheduled out mm-hmm. and be ready for it than it is to just grab something and totally. go. Totally, ah. totally. Which is basically what I've been doing for eight yeah. years with giggles. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I don't know. Again, incremental steps. Let's yeah. bring that. Let's close up with those incremental steps. Look where you are now. <laughs> yeah. This big ass studio. Well, we um, so giggles now. We have I did a we've done a couple of different things. Like we make sure that they have posters for the next show before we you know before we even get there. So I drop off the flyers like tomorrow. I'll have posters for the next show. Another thing I've got to do tonight. Um, and I'll drop those off uh, with them while we're there tomorrow night. We also have, um, they have those table um, things, like menu-looking things. Mm-hmm. They're like tri- tri- triangle, and uh, we have a five-by-seven with oh, our schedule. Oh, table tents. Yeah, and it has our, I hate to call it a tent because it's leather, but yeah, it is what yeah. it is. And it ha- but it has our it has our upcoming schedule up until um, through the summer. That's awesome. Yeah, so it has like uh, our next headliner, Jake, and it has... Um, uh, Joe Bartnick and uh, oh, Tommy Savitt, like all of our headliners that we have coming. So it's I love be, it. It's a good, like a really good thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and that's where at the hangar. That's at the hangar bar and grill in beautiful Santa Paula. You it. can find it by going to the Santa Paula Airport. It's probably the only part of the Santa Paula Airport you could find access to. And what time does the show start? Uh, Eight p.m. towards nice. seven. And that you have a show tomorrow. Yeah. Right? I don't think this will be uploaded in time. Well, let's just pretend. Who's your headliner? (laughs) Tomorrow's headliner is the lovely and talented Melanie Baldonado. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she called and did radio with us this morning, and she's so funny. Yeah. She is funny. Yeah. That's what we're looking forward to having. Yes. Yeah, she had a, what, what, she's in the same situation. She had a carpool. She was going to be in studio with us, but she had a, a carpool fallout situation. Where mm. She's like, oh, I got to stay here. <laughs> so it's going to be a good time. So you could check gigglslive.com for all of our comedy show schedules and for our radio stuff, too. We've got a lot of radio stuff going on. We've got a lot of new shows. That's really exciting. Big Tom and Roach back behind the mic. Hey, here we are. That's how it goes. We said we wanted to do it. We did, and we did. Yep. Thank you so much for showing up, and I look forward to doing this way more often. Likewise. <laughs> All right. Love you, Roach. Love you. <laughs>